Hey, this is another episode with Stephanie and Lewis. Hi, everybody. How is everybody? I know they, they can't respond, but I just I want them to know I'm excited. Uh, it is exciting. Yes. I'm excited for you, Lewis. Congratulations. You just did your first intro episode for The Proof Project. Could you tell that I was nervous? Oh, no, not really. Because I honestly, because I'm kind of like just uh, starting this, it's very nerve wracking. Oh, you're going to get better. You'll see. I hope so. Yeah. But I'll tell you, you did a really great job on the intro. Oh, thank you. All right. So if anybody hasn't checked it out, Lewis did this crazy intro graphic with our new editing system for the videos. So, so it's it's funny because uh, I don't know how to do it. I know. So it's a whole learning curve for me. You learn new things all the time. That is true. Right. And, and I had to bother you a few times, but my I think my creative juices really like uh, were shown and I was going for a simplistic look. It is cool. I really like it. If you haven't seen it yet, please check it out. That's going to be episode 100. 100. Yep. Yes. Episode 100. I wonder if that is right. Yeah, I have it wrong here. I'm sorry. Yeah. So episode 100 on our YouTube channel. Okay. All right. So, Lewis, today, the title of our episode is a big one. Okay. It is called the Dis Slash Association Between the Church and the People in the Church. Okay. And the reason why I put the slash in there is because we talked about this earlier, right? How sometimes certain people go to church because of the association with the people. And certain people don't go to church because they have a disassociation with the people. Yes. Right. So we're going to get into that a little bit more. But just to kind of break the ice, I want to start doing this with me and you. Right. It's called the good, the bad and the God. So we get a chance to highlight what something good is that happened to this week. Something not so good, something bad and like how you saw God in it. And I feel like this is definitely a way for us to be a little bit more. Ooh, excuse me. A little bit more transparent with our audience. Okay, let's play. Uh, let's play. Let's start. <laughs> I don't think it's a game, but okay. It sounds like a game. It's a it's an icebreaker. Okay, well, sounds like a game. <laughs> All right, so here we go. My good. My good is my 21 days of prayer and fasting have been going very well. I have not had any coffee, and I am happy about that. My bad was it was a very rough week at work. Um, we just started some new things, some new projects, and it just got real stressful. And then the God is I'm seeing more clearly God's purpose for the reason for my fasting and praying. I'm seeing more quickly how he is working on my self-control and I'm seeing results. And, and I really can see God's favor throughout the process. Awesome. All right, go ahead, Lewis. The good, the bad, and the God. Okay, the good. Uh, started my week Monday back to work, which was fun. Woo! Yes. How did I, it feel to drive again? Um, it didn't feel bad actually. I was excited because I felt like I had you know that time off, uh, for the holidays. So yes. going back into it was good. Now the bad. Um, I had uh my LASIK eye surgery. Yep. congratulations thank you thank you yeah and um it's my vision currently is still at a state of blurriness uh so everybody's like a little fuzzy right now but that's fine it'll Am get I better fuzzy now 
a little bit. Oh, it'll get better. It'll get better. It, it's I'm in a healing process right now. That's what the doctor yes. said. Yes. And the God uh, is episode 100 was the first episode for the proof project. And I feel like uh, it went well and it will continue to go well and uh, all for God's glory. So, yes, our ministry is growing. This podcast is growing. Your yeah. segment is growing. It's growing. Yes. We probably got a bunch of new subscribers on YouTube and followers on Instagram just because they wanted to hear Lewis. Ah, it's exciting. Yes. All right. So going back to this topic. Topic. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. All right. So, <laughs> Lewis. So, yeah. So I want to talk about it. What, like, we know the church has, like, two different definitions, right? Can you uh, go over those two definitions? Yes. Okay. So the church as a physical building, right? The one that we go to on Sundays and we hang out with our friends. We listen to the word. And then the church, we the people. Okay. Yes. Right? Because the Bible says that we are his church. The people of God are his church. Yes. Okay. And then we have the people in the church. So who do you think most of the people in the church are? Who do I think? Most of the people in the church are. That's a really good question. Yeah, it is. Because there's two different types of people we could talk about. Okay, who are those two we types? We can talk about the ministers, the pastors, the greeters, the leaders, everybody that has to do with the ministry itself. Those people. And then we can just talk about me and you. Just regular people who go to church. Yeah, I think a uh, majority of the people are like you and me who just go to church. Um, and then... There are people like you and me that actually, uh, like serve in the church. Yeah. Well, we uh, play both hats. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I would say there's um maybe a more uh greater population of people that just go to church, uh, to say that they go. Yeah, and that's what I want to talk about. Like, why do people choose to leave the church? Right? Because. Some people go to church just to say they go, and some people don't even go to church because of because they don't want to be able to associate with certain people or they don't want to be able to relive a hurt that they once had in another church. Yeah, and and I totally understand that because I was at one point uh in my faith uh hurt by the church. And and when uh when you go through an experience like that, it kind of leaves like a bad taste and then the problem with that is that and and what we were talking about in that uh last conversation that we had about this topic is that people stop going to the church and then immediately after they stop having a relationship with god exactly and and when we say church like hurt by the church are you talking about the ministers the pastors the leaders or are you specifically talking about like other people that went to the church with you, like other friends, uh, just people in general, like people, people hurt people. Uh, yeah, but we know this. Yeah, or... yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there's, it, it really depends on, I, I think, I feel how deep you are, um, in your, in your relationship with the church and not God. So Correct. You, if you have a, a, a deep relationship with say the, the inner workings and ministerial, um, uh, family uh, and and everything that that pertains to it um, that you can possibly experience like a traumatic event. And that's 
when it hurts more, right? Exactly. And then there are people uh, that are just regular churchgoers that, you know, they say, you know, one side comment and then it throws you off. So you're not so much uh, in this uh, great state of effect, but nonetheless, you were affected by it, right? Yeah. Uh, it could be min- it, at that point, it's minimal, but, um, you know, either way, you're going to feel some type of way. Yeah. And then it's funny because there are some people that leave the church just because nobody said hi to them. Well, sure. I mean, uh, and they're like, I went to church. I sat in the chair. I gave my offering. I heard the word and not one person said hi to me. And then they just every, leave the church. Everybody. I feel everybody goes to church for an expectation. And sometimes they're expecting something from God. And then there's the expectation of uh, feeling something from people. Correct. Uh, and most most of the time. People want the same thing. They want it from both sides. They want it from God, and then they want it from people. And they don't get that. And Mm -hmm. if they don't get what they want, then, uh, you know, they kind of just start uh, declining in their walk, uh, in in their faith. Yeah, and there's a huge association with both of them, right? The association that we have with church and the people, you can't talk about the church without talking about the people. Because you, you meet people there. Right. And I can't talk about people if I all of a sudden have a conversation about God because then they mention church. Yes. And, you know, we tend to forget uh, that we are flesh, Mm -hmm. uh, that we, you know, the pastors, the, you know, the lead, the leaders of the church, uh, they're just as human as as we are. They face uh, even maybe more trials, more tribulations. And they and, make mistakes. You know? Of course. And, you know, they say something and, you know, maybe it wasn't with the with the intentions to, you know, really uh, mm-hmm. affect uh, your thinking or how you feel. Yeah. Uh, but it happens, right? It and, does. And then nobody wants to feel um, some type of, you know, pain or hurt mm-hmm. uh, towards, you know, what's been said or what's been happening, right? But we go through it and then that makes us that makes us build a wall. Yeah. And then here's the other thing. Some people will not go to church because of a prejudgment that they have about the church. Sure. So they think, oh, well, the church is nothing about God talking to me. It's more about what people are looking at me. So if I walk a certain way or I wear something or I don't look the way they want me to look, they're just not going to they're not going to allow me to really understand the church. So there's no point in me even going. Yeah. But you know what? Also, and uh, not to knock anybody, but I've, I've felt that way, too, before. Mm-hmm. So I know what it is to feel kind of judged, um, to feel. Uh, I said feel, and that's a key word. Like, you feel like you're judged. And I don't think that's ever the intention uh, to make another person feel um, less, of, less of or not worthy or of. Or not worthy of. Right. Mm-hmm. Or make them feel shame, ashamed of themselves. Um, I, I don't think it is ever that intention, but it comes off as that. right? Yeah. And so, uh, when that happens immediately, you're just like put off and you don't want to, you don't want to associate with people that are going to make you feel, uh, that type of way. Right. Yeah. Um, so you, you create distance and in that distance, 
uh, not only do you create it with people, you create but, it with that, God. but now you're creating it with God because you have to understand that we are uh, to be Christ like we are to be uh, we are an image of God of God. Mm -hmm. And if we're giving a bad image, uh, then we are only going to separate more people from God. Exactly. And that's not what the church is, because the purpose of the church is to congregate with others. Right. To be able for the sole purpose of worshiping God and learning more about him so we can strengthen our relationship with him. Absolutely. That's the whole point of church. The whole point of church is not for you to get judged. It's not even about you, particularly with someone else. Those are just secondary. It should all be based on you and God. Yes. What does the church give me? The church gives me the ability to be in his presence. The church gives me the ability to lift my hands and to raise my voice and to sing. The church gives me the ability to serve others, right? But because we're so caught up with, oh, well, I don't want to go to church because of what others are going to say, you've already lost the reason and the goal for going to church. Sure. And if you've gone to church and for some reason somebody looked at you the wrong way, somebody took your parking spot, you have a bad attitude so you can't really enjoy the church. Right. And that happens. That will happen. The enemy tries. The enemy's already mad when you choose to say, I'm going to church on a Sunday. He's already mad, right? So he tries to tempt you so you can not enjoy your experience and worship God to the level where you need to to deepen your faith. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if this has happened to you, but for me anyway, I've, I've made excuses to not go to church mm -hmm. uh, just because of the way that I feel towards the church. Yeah. Um, so I, I, at least for me, it almost, it's, it's almost normal uh, to accept that from somebody else, mm -hmm. which kind of makes it sad. Yeah, we have to honestly, that's when you have to really say, God, help me be able to appreciate the house of God. Yeah, I've also I've also said like, uh, you know, God, God is you don't only find God in the church like, you yeah, can, you can find God in your house, which I find is true. Yeah, no problem. But the the fellowship that you miss uh, from being in the house of God, the, you know, the, the experience that you can possibly have, you're pretty much taking away. So the blessing, the blessing of being in his presence is almost absent, uh, when you're not in congregation with others in the same faith, uh, you know, seeking his, 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 you know, his power. His presence. His presence yeah. right? It is hard. I'm not saying that it's not possible for you to, Feel God's presence at your house, but it definitely makes it um, a little bit. You have to invest a little bit more time because you don't have the band and you don't have the music and you don't have the pulpit and you don't have certain things that you would get at a church. But on that note, right, I want to read Matthew chapter 22, verse 34 to 40. And I'm going to read it from God's words version because I feel that. In order for us to bridge the association of the church and the people of the church or the people in the church, we need to understand why it was established. Like, what does God really want us to do with regards to this matter? So it says in verse 34, when the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, which are the Pharisees, um, you know, I'm sorry, I don't know who that is. The Sadducees, I guess those are like the people that knew more about the law. Right. They gathered together and one of them, an expert in Moses's teaching, said, testing Jesus by asking, 
Teacher, which commandment is the greatest in Moses' teaching? And Jesus answered him, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and most important commandment. All right? The second commandment is like, Love your neighbor as you love yourself. All of Moses' teachings and the prophets depend on these two commandments. So as we can see from these two uh, commandments, God calls us to be in, to love our God and to love others, right? And the church, you love God because you've established a church where you can congregate and worship him. And you have to have people to be able to do God's ministry. So you have to love on others. You need that in the church. You need to have people in a church. God wants you to establish relationships, relationship with him first, and then relationship with others. And again, that talks, that speaks a lot to the association or disassociation with people. Because like you said, if I want to be able to be in God's presence, I will have an experience that will be effective if I go to church. Yes. It will get strengthened if I bond with other people who have also a relationship with God and we work together for his kingdom. It will be strengthened. Exactly. It's, 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 um, I think it's cool that like, uh, when you have a relationship with God, you actually already are prepared, uh, to have a relationship with others. Yeah. It's almost like a training ground. Correct. Uh, and, and I find this especially true in marriage Mm -hmm. that when you have, a a deep filled relationship with God, um, and everything of who he is, you can literally like take that and and uh use it towards your relationship yeah with your with your spouse mm-hmm. um and 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 in doing so i mean it's completely 100 percent beneficial yeah to your marriage right like, yeah uh, and you got to put in work right so here's this other thing and i was thinking about this we're still in a pandemic right we still have a deadly virus coronavirus and people are not going to church they feel uncomfortable to congregate, which is acceptable, okay? What can they do to be able to still have a strong connection with God and not lose their relationships with others? I mean, there's there's different avenues now because of the pandemic. I mean, it, But be as almost- realistic as you can. Like, if you had a friend now and they did not feel comfortable going to church, but they still wanted to have a relationship with God and a relationship with others, what are some practical things they can do to seek God's presence, to be with others, to have connections with people? That's a really good question. I'm going to tell you this, right? There was a point when the pandemic first started and me and you, we didn't know what was going on. And our church said we're meeting online only. And there are still a lot of churches all over the United States that the pastors have taken a bold step and are choosing not to congregate for the health and safety of people, but they still want to build relationships with their congregation. Right. So the way they do that, right, is they encourage them. Even though you can't physically be in the building, you should be able to be in his presence by doing church online. Yeah, that's... Pretty much like every church now. Correct. Now, this is one way where you can connect to God's word. So how do you push the envelope to continue a relationship with other people? 
That's the hard part because people are not willing to be brave enough to reach out to the online community or even friends that they have in the church. For example, we have friends in the church. We have their phone numbers. We know the leaders. We choose to step out at that time and we choose to go to Zoom groups, which are like Bible studies or connect groups, a way for us to build community through relationship. Yes. Some people are still not wanting that. They fear that they don't have the time, which right now we're still in a pandemic. Some people, unfortunately, they don't have jobs and they have plenty of time. They use the excuse of, oh, well, nobody knows me. So if nobody knows you and you want to build a stronger relationship with God, we as believers, we need to be bold enough to choose to be in a Bible study and meet new people in the church. Yes, I agree. And that's really hard for some people, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it all depends on where they are in their walk of faith. Yeah, and um, I just, I want to encourage all of our listeners, if that's one of you guys, if you're one of those people where you're like, you know what, I do love God, I do go to church online, but you've been hurt by somebody in the church, you don't want to get to know somebody, like during this podcast, with everything that we've said in this episode, we hope and encourage you to seek out the desire to reestablish your connection and relationship with God and with others. Yes, absolutely. With people. With people. Yeah. Love God, love people. You can't love people if you don't meet them. That is true. You, you can't be able to show God's love if you're not willing to say, you know what? I do know that, you know, my church is always saying, go into a connect group, go into a connect group, meet us here virtually or meet us here at this coffee shop. What is holding you from choosing to say yes? Really, like our listeners, really think about that. Really think about what it is that we just talked about today. If you have a disassociation with people, you need to build that bridge. If you have an association and you've been hurt, you need to restore that bridge. You need to pray and you need God to say, you, you need to tell God like, hey, I want to connect to you, but I need help and I can't do it alone. So that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Yeah, this was a I feel like this was a pretty deep uh topic. Um and and I'm glad we talked about it earlier. Uh but this was one that we we needed to share uh because of the times that we're living in. Yes. Yes. And we're going to do more of that. We're going to do more of talking about conversations where me and you can really like talk about it. Yeah. And something so simple, the association between the church and the people in the church. Right. Yep. I liked it. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Have thank a good day. You. God bless. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Remix Movement for more updates. Be sure to check out our videos on YouTube and subscribe. Feel free to send us a DM with your feedback, questions, and any topics that you would like to hear in any of our future episodes. Thank you and God bless.